This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. It's beautiful Wednesday morning. We had a little rain already, but it's gone away, so that's a good thing. I hope you're all doing well. I have Tavern Chat tonight, so I get to touch some of my favorite people. And things are just peachy keen, I guess. Sitting around here with my stuff. Still trying to go through Avamir. I actually got through the first book last night, which is an achievement for me. It has nothing to do with David A. Hill or the way he writes or any of these authors. It's me being slow as molasses. So I'm going through Supplement 1 Davron right now, so I can do it, use it as a supplemental thing in the review. And we just keep going. I don't know, this is one of those rare, <laughs> I wish rare, moments when I do a podcast where I just crack open the mic and see what comes out. Because usually I have like a little card here for some kind of topic. But this morning I didn't, and I said, oh, to hell with it. Just grab what you were doing last night and talk about it. All right, let's talk about it. I'll talk about how inspiration for games. How about that? Under the heading of how do you get your inspiration? I don't know, really. I just think and observe, and sometimes a thought will click in my head. Sometimes it's something I see. Or I like to play the what-if game. That's how I got my old McDougal had some orcs E-I-E-I-O game, because it was a what-if. It was, yeah, I understand how they explain half-orcs in first edition and other games, but how do they, what what do they really, I, I, without getting too graphic, I mean, <laughs> how do they really get in existence? I understand the bad ramifications of that, but I think I handled it rather well, and it still turned into a good game. A family game, I guess. So I do a lot of the what-ifs. I like the what-ifs. That's how I That's how I would design superheroes and champions all the time. What if you had a guy who did this, or a girl who did that, or something like that? So last night, I was trying to come up with a game for... I guess, Swords of Wizardry. I might do a Labyrinth Lord, I don't know. For our trip we're going to do to New Mexico, because I know the boys like to play. Well, Gage likes to play, and Gavin's usually, yeah, me too. And I still have their Swords of Wizardry characters. I don't know if I can get the girls to play, but it would be interesting if they did, because we're taking all four of them. Going to New Mexico, and I know there's going to be some downtime, like in hotel room, motel room, wherever we are. And so I thought I'd bring one, one game book, one set of rules. I'm restricting myself to one and whatever supplementary material I need. And I thought of running, having a game for them to run. And I pulled out 
Richard LeBlanc's D30 books, D30 Sandbox Rules, and D30 G. Oh, it's a D. I'm sorry, D30 Sandbox Toolkit and D30 DM Toolkit. These are mostly made with OSR in mind, mostly BX slash Labyrinth Lord in mind. But you know that this kind of stuff can be used with anything. So I started rolling on his two-part adventure design. I've got like three or four books that have like adventure design thing like this, where you roll them. A lot of the Savage Worlds books do that. I've been thinking of take, not taking those, but I'm using use for inspiration. So I just roll stuff up. I haven't got anything in concrete yet. And so this is what I came up with. A warning. Escort to protect object or person. Making a perilous journey. Restore condition. I rolled castle, but I changed that to keep because to me, castles are a little too big for what we're going to do. Waterfall, hauntings, villain's goal, reason, greed. A talisman, there's terror, and the key NPC is a noble, an archduke, a brother-in-law of the king. So that's what I've, I've got to work with. So I'm, I'm going to be working it for a while. And I might just, you know, say, oh, to heck with this. I can't do anything. And just re-roll on this, on this chart or some other chart. But we'll see. The things are starting to work in my head. You know, the keep, I already have a part of my world. I printed out my map on an 8.5 by 11. I go, okay, this X. And I put the keep between two waterfalls near a town. And as far as I know, it's an abandoned keep. It's one of those uh, ruins type thing. And I'm thinking the PCs may have to try and restore or help restore that keep. Unfortunately, it's it's rumored to be haunted, so they have to take care of that. And I got some other stuff, and I don't want to get to these. Are, these are like my grand, my older grandson's 14, and the younger ones like not too far along, not too far from that, like 12. And the girls are kind of young, so I don't want to get too... I could get deeper with Gage, but I don't want to get too deep for the rest of them. So, basically, I've got the villain who's... it. it all of a sudden, I'm looking at it and I'm going, this is turning into a Scooby-Doo episode, which would probably be perfect for them. Perfect for a little kid episode. I think you can get away with... My opinion is, if you want to create something on the fly you know people say oh i'm bored let's play you got anything i'm thinking that doing stuff on the fly and rolling stuff up like this and just coming up with stuff is best for younger kids it works better for younger kids although i you know you can have fun with it if they understand you're you're you know you're just you're just rolling stuff up and making the stuff up on the fly i can understand that but I think it works best with kids because they're flexible and they just want to do what they're going to do. And the way I GM is the structure thing where I give them a lot of leeway and I'm curious to see what ha- what they come up with. So that's how I kind of do that. But I think this list will give me something to work off of. You know, I'd, I'm kind of curious to find out how you do it, what inspires you and how you come up with an adventure I might do more on this, more more episodes, and you can tell me about it by leaving either a voicemail here at Anchor or emailing me at oldmangrognard@gmail.com, and I'll read it here. Any of my podcasts, I'll read it here, and we'll find out how you do it, whether whether you agree with me, whether you don't agree with me, all that kind of stuff. 
So I've got that going. I'm probably going to use Swords and Wizardry because it is the most flexible. Although, like I said, because because I, I'm doing the Advanced Labyrinth Lord things coming out of the Kickstarter, I'm kind of leaning towards that, hauling out my old Labyrinth Lord books. Or my binder with both of them, which I call the Big Book O Labyrinth Lord, until you know the other one comes out. Possibly using that, because that is BX almost in its purest form. Or I could haul out BX. I've got that, too. That would be kind of a kick. Also, my rule cyclopedia. I've run rule cyclopedia before. It's easy peasy. I know my way around it. And this could slot into anything. I say Swords and Wizardry because Gage is all up on Swords and Wizardry right now. And Ninja Turtles. But I'm not running Ninja Turtles. That's Palladium. Sorry. Someplace where he can use his dice tower. His new dice tower he got at the con. He is so happy about that. But it's interesting how people get different ideas. I've seen people do stuff like rip from the headlines. I've done that before. That's For me, that's kind of hard. Because it's just... It it don't it don't mesh with me for some reason. I would rather do the what if thing, and just observe, just observe things. I invented a whole NPC band for one of my superhero games when I was working. I was working temp in Long Beach when I lived with my mom back with my mom, and there was a sign on the elevator saying, "In case of emergency, something. Press the button. Listen for whoop tone." And I thought. That's a great name for a band, the Whoop Tones. And so that became kind of a running gag in my Supers game. It's like, oh, the Whoop Tones are in town. They're playing. And we had a lot of fun with that. That's the kind of thing. It's it's almost accidental. Some stuff is almost accidental. You just go, boom. That's why I try to carry around a little notebook with me and something to write with to write my ideas on. And that's another thing I will reference. I will just go through the the note the notebook and say, okay, what do I got? Because I will get the random idea and I write it down. I, I, I buy one of those, I buy those mini composition books that they sell that you can stick in your pocket and I write stuff down. I've got a game here that I never use called Servant of the Night and it's just a bullet point thing. And I've got ideas for gangbusters. I got good ideas for D and D or Labyrinth Lord. One is just a name, The Legend of Salty McCracken. That'd be good for a pirate game. Creatures from space or other dimension who eat worlds, literally not Galactus types, but swarms of small creatures who eat the earth one mouthful at a time. That sounds like an interesting little thing. I could put that in like Operation Unfathomable or Carcosa or something. Just something weird like that. So that's what I do to try and keep track of ideas. I use something like this or... If you want to do an electronic version, Evernote, or I've got Campaign Logger. I've got a lifetime subscription of Campaign Logger. I still can't figure out how to use it. I must be dense. Every once in a while, I'll open it up and try something. And it's like, okay, I think I understand how to how, how it's... What I don't understand is how it sorts stuff. Maybe, maybe John Four or his partner can help me on that sometime. But I'm, it, I even got the cheat sheet. And I'm still having trouble just trying to keep track of stuff. I don't know how it links things, but I'm still wor- it's it's one of those things that's like you want to love it, you want to use it, it's so delectable, but 
I can't get it through my head. I don't understand that anyway. Okay, well, it's a glorious day, and I'm going to go enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy your day. I hope you have the greatest day in the world. Until then, keep the dice warm, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.